You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can find notes for this message along with more information about our church at church2911.com. Here's our associate pastor, Brent Hand, with this week's message. In my message a couple of weeks ago, I asked you a question. I asked you, where have you given up? And I invited you to believe again. And believing is really only half the equation because if your belief doesn't doesn't spur you into action, then what's the point really, you know? And so I want to start back there. I want to start back with that question. Where have you given up? Because we've all been there before, right? There are some times in life where it's okay to give up. You know, it's okay to give up on things that don't matter, on things that are not important. It's fine to give up on those things. It's, it's good to give up on things that are actively destroying your life. You know, if there's, there's something in your life that's like a habit or, a, or an addiction, yeah, it's great to quit those things. Uh, it's, it's great to give up on things that, that keep you away from, from your family, from the people that you love, uh, or that keep you from being the person that you need to be for those people that you love. So it's okay to quit things sometimes. But what about when we quit things that are important? You know, what about when we quit things that are making us better people? What about when we quit, you know, doing the things that we were created to do? I think the reason we quit those things sometimes can be boiled down really simply to three different reasons. And the first one of those is that we get distracted. We get distracted and we begin to focus on those things that don't matter in life. In ancient Greece, they had the Olympics. And at the Olympics, when you won a, you know, a game, what you got, it wasn't a gold medal. It wasn't you know, a sponsorship deal with, with Nike. It wasn't some sort of, uh, of contract with ESPN. What you got was a laurel wreath, okay? You got a little crown of, of leaves that you got to put on your head and feel good about yourself a little bit. And then a week later, it, it, they all shriveled up and, and withered and you were done. You threw it away, you know? And this was done purposefully because it, it was an analogy. It was an example of, of the fleeting nature of achievement. And you know, I think we've lost that a little bit. But back in, in the Bible, in Paul's day, this tradition was still going on. And Paul wrote about it to the Corinthians. And he said it like this. He said, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. So we have to be very sure that the things that we're going after in life, the, the, the goals we have are important, are the things that we, we need to be living for. Because we only have a certain amount of time here. And, uh, and so, so you ha- naturally have to give up on some things. You can't do everything. So we have to make sure the things that we're going after are the things that are important, the things that are going to last, the things that really count, okay? And so today, if you look and you look at your goals and you see that maybe the things that you're chasing after in life aren't necessarily the right things, I want to invite you to try again. I'll, here's your invitation to try again to, to find something worth living for, okay? And I think you'll, you can find that in Jesus. If you haven't already, you can find that in Jesus. So the first thing that I think causes us to quit sometimes is that we get distracted. I think the second thing I think we do that keeps us from, from trying is, is that we get comfortable, you know? We, we get a little tired sometimes. And I think that's just a really nice way to say we get lazy. Uh, sometimes we 
I think the mental process is that we, we begin to look back at a time when things were easier. Maybe you were putting more effort forward, but the passion was stronger. And we look back and we see that, that way, that, that spark that we used to have. And we think that, well, if I've lost that, if I've lost my passion, then what's the point, you know? And I think for too long, we've bought that lie that, that if we're not passionate about something, then that's a good reason to, to quit. You know, I think that's why you see so many marriages ending so abruptly and horribly. Uh, but, but that's not a reason to quit just because you've lost the passion. It, it means you need to find that passion again. And sometimes the way we do that is by going back to the hard, simple things that we know we should be doing, okay? Uh, that's just part of being a, a, being a strong Christian, growing up a little bit, putting on your big boy pants, and, and, and following Jesus the way we, we know we should. You know, very rarely in life, are the things that are good for us, very rarely are they the easy things. So why do we, would we think that, this, that spiritual things would be any different? Uh, the writer of Hebrews, he, he said this, For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Discipline is a hard thing, but just because something is hard doesn't mean we need to give up. It means we need to try even harder, you know? If, if maybe you feel like you just don't feel as close to God as you used to feel, that doesn't mean we, you need to quit. It means maybe you need to try again to, to go back to that, that prayer time every day, that time alone with God. And I guarantee you're going to feel that, that bond grow back together. You're going to feel, you know, the, the way you felt like God was speaking to you and moving it off. You're going to see that again, you know. If, if maybe you feel like your family isn't on the right path that they, they used to be. And, and it's, not, it's not time to give up. It's time to go back and try to bring Christ back to the center of your family. Maybe, maybe uh, go back to, to reading the Bible together. Uh, even if you're the only one in your house that'll join you for it, you know, invite everybody to come and read the Bible together and bring Christ back to the center. And I guarantee you're going to see, see amazing, miraculous things happen you didn't expect to see happen. You know, if, if, maybe if, if you're not as excited about what God is doing in your life or what he's done in your life as you used to be, you know, Maybe you need to share that, those stories, begin telling those stories about the ways God's blessed you, the way God's brought you through things, the way he's healed you, the way he saved you. You need to be sharing those, those amazing stories with people around you. When you begin to share those stories, it's going to rekindle that fire inside you. Maybe, maybe you feel like you don't know where God has called you. You don't feel like you know where your, your purpose is, where you're, where, where you're meant to be. You know what? That's not, a, that's not an excuse to give up. That's not a reason to give up. It's, that means it's time to, to go back to the simple things, you know? Find a way to serve people. Find a way to give to people your, your time and, and be there for people around you. Do those kind of things. And yeah, sometimes it's, it's not, not the easiest thing, but do those things, and you're going to begin to find purpose. You're going to be able to begin to, to feel like there's a reason you're alive, and you're able to see that just by walking through the doors that God is already open to you. So if you've neglected those simple things, you know, if you've neglected those simple things in your life, here's your invitation to try them again. Because I guarantee that they're going to unlock something in your life. They're going to unlock that next step you're so desperately wanting, okay? And I know that, that first thing, the first thing that keeps us from trying again is getting distracted. The second thing is sometimes we get tired or comfortable or lazy. The third thing is often, I think, and maybe the most prevalent is that that we get a taste of of you know failure 
and we, we become scared. We become afraid to be seen as a failure. You know what I'm talking about. You know that, that you're, you're headed, you're charging down the path that, that you feel like you, know, you were made to, to, to walk down. And you, you feel like you're right where God wants you to be. And just out of nowhere, boom, you get, you get knocked off your feet. And sometimes it feels like you know, that you know, it was a mistake that, that, that you made. Maybe sometimes it feels like, uh, more times it feels like it's a mistake that someone else made and uh, knocked you off the path you're supposed to be on. Or maybe sometimes it just feels like it's random, just complete happenstance. And sometimes it feels like it's God himself has, has you know, done something, you know, you know not, and knocked you off that path you feel like you were supposed to be on. But this happens enough to anybody, and you know, you're slowly going to lose the will to go on. You know, you meet failure head on enough times, you're going to want to throw in the towel. But there's this great quote, not, not by uh, anyone in the Bible, not by anybody in, from real life even, uh, but from Master Yoda in my favorite Star Wars movie, he says, the greatest teacher failure is. And I think that's true, that failure teaches us something. And sometimes we don't want to learn that. We don't like that because, you know, we're, if you're, you're a Christian and you're following Jesus, then you think, you know what, my life's supposed to be perfect because Jesus was perfect. But here's the thing, you know what? I hate to break the news to you, but you're not Jesus, okay? <laughs> Maybe you're trying to become more like him. But we're still going to miss it sometimes, okay? And we're still going to mess up sometimes. And we're still going to need to learn things. As long as we're here on this earth, we're going to be learning things and trying to be better. But you know what? Even Jesus, who was perfect, his life wasn't perfect. His, he had lots of bad things happen to him. He had roadblocks and setbacks. He had detours in his life. He had lots of things go on that, he, that you know, we wouldn't think are perfect. And so our lives are going to be like that too. But all those things, when, when people try to, to knock us off our course, when just random chance happens and it knocks us off our course, when we mess up and knock us off our course, all those things, none of those things can stop us. They can't. Okay, the only thing that can stop us is when we decide to quit, when we decide that we're done and when we stop trying. All right? In the Bible, a lot of times we look at the, the Word and we say, like, you know, the Bible is... Is this book that, you know, is a, you know, an example of how we should live our life. And sometimes it is. But if you look at a lot of the people in the Bible, a lot of the stories, they're not lives I would like to replicate, okay? I mean, you've got Moses who had severe anger issues. You have Jacob who was a swindler. You have uh, David who had a man killed and stole his wife. You have the entire nation of Israel that God keeps doing miracle after miracle in, for them. And they just keep doubting. And, and then you have, you have Rahab who had a, a shady past. You have Samson who was just all kinds of messed up. But all these people, no matter what, God used all of them. He was still able to do miraculous things in their life despite all their failures, despite all their shortcomings, despite all the ways that they, could, that they were messed up. He still used them. And in Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews, he wrote, a, a, he wrote in the 11th chapter, it's something we often refer to, uh, we call it in the church, we call it the, uh, the hall of faith. And it's just where he goes through and he lists all these people that had, had such great faith. And not just great faith, but faith that caused them to, to act, to do amazing things for God. And he just lists all these people. And everyone I just named, they're all in that list. All these people with all these problems and all these chances that they had to give up and to throw in the towel. They, they had those opportunities. But they never did. They kept going. And because of that, their name got listed there. And then the writer in Hebrews, he goes on in chapter 12. And he, he kind of just says, so what now? 
Well, what about us? You know, all these other people have, have come and gone, and God has done amazing things in their lives. So what now for us? And this is what he says. He says, let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with endurance the race that is marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. So that's our invitation today. That's our invitation is to, to wherever you're at, to, to, to throw off whatever's been holding you back. Get rid of those things in your life. To fix your eyes on Jesus, on the thing that's most important in your life. Fix your eyes there. Have some endurance. Have some perseverance. The, you know, the, just that, that, that keeping on, keeping on. And then run. Take off. Go down the path that you know that you're supposed to be t- going down. And let's not quit. Let's not miss this one opportunity that we have. Is that you? Is that you today? Have, have, you, have you given up a little bit? Have, have you, you stopped doing some things that you know, know you're supposed to be doing? If that's you, if you, maybe you've lost that passion. You've lost that fire you used to have. And you need to get back to those simple things that you know you're supposed to be doing to, to build that fire back up inside of you. You know, if that's you, I challenge you today to not give up, to not get discouraged. You know, I, I think a lot of times it's easy to look around at the world that we're in and, and get discouraged about the bad things going on in it. And for us to just hunker down and to, to, to just focus on self-preservation and just, you know, wh- what makes us happy or what keeps us safe or what makes us look the best. And, and we missed our opportunity because the other option there is to look around and see all the horrible things going on and be part of the solution to, to, you know, become who God's called us to be and step out and be part of that, this awesome rescue mission that God has enacted here on earth. And we've got hope and we've got peace and we've got joy that is just sometimes just beyond our imagination. And the people around us need that. And we can be part of the solution by sharing that with them. And so let's not miss that. It would be so sad to miss that because we're focused on the wrong things, because we're comfortable, or because we're just too scared to, to actually do anything. Um, and, and today, if, if I'm talking about that hope and that peace and that joy, if, if that sounds really good to you and you, you want that in your life, you need that in your life, and you, you, you've, not, you've never met Jesus, you're not following Jesus, I encourage you today to, to just, just say a simple prayer and invite him into your life and, and, and commit to following him and then tell somebody about it. And that's all it takes to follow Jesus and to find that hope and that peace that you're so desperately searching for. And so as we pray today, wherever you're at, you know, maybe, maybe you don't even know, maybe you don't even see in your, your life where you've given up, where you stopped trying. But I, I hope you, you, you pray right now and ask God to reveal those things to you, those places where you have quit. And so as, as we close today, I want to pray for us. And I want you to pray. Don't just listen to me pray. You pray and ask God to, to reveal how he can, can help you begin to try again. And then you take the effort this week, make the effort and make the big steps. Do something big this week to make sure you don't give up again and make sure you get back that fire that you need to have and so that we can chase after that prize that's not going to go away, that the things that really count in life. Let's try again, okay? Let's pray. God, I thank you just for the amazing dream that you have for our life, God, and the way that you called us. And I pray, God, that you would help us live that out. God, I pray that you would help us us focus on the things we're supposed to focus on and let us if we're wrapped up in things that don't matter 
I pray that you'd help us not look to those things anymore. God, help us focus on you. And as we focus our eyes on you, Jesus, I pray that, that you would illuminate the things in our life that are important, the things that do count, the things that do matter, God. And I pray you would help us not be complacent or comfortable, God, but that you would stir us, God, that you would shake us and you would help us, uh, you know, find that passion that we once had again to see people come to know you, that to, 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 to spend time with you and to talk about you with others, God, and, and to serve and to give uh, out of what you've blessed us with, God. I pray you'd, you'd stir that in us today so we would try again, God, even if we've, if we've given up somewhere, God. And if we've, we've stopped chasing after that big dream that you have for our life, God, if we've, if we've you know, been, been too scared, God, that, that we're going to mess it up, God, I pray that you'd, you'd give us some new strength, God. I pray you'd give us some new boldness today to begin again, to start again to try again, to chase after you, and, to, and to, to find those things that we were made to do. And I thank you, God, for all that you've done for us and all that you're going to do and all the amazing things that you're doing at 2911. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. If you need prayer, we'd love to pray with you. You can email our prayer team at prayer at church2911.com or text us at 205 205- 476-2911. You can learn more about our church by visiting church2911.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at church2911. Thanks for listening to the 2911 Sermons Podcast. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.